0: Welcome to Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. This podcast is for people who want to learn how to thrive with a disability. It is also designed to share insights for those who have friends or family with a disability. Brad Gabrielson, our host, was born with cerebral palsy and uses a wheelchair for mobility. He is a North Dakota native and believes life is about managing challenges with understanding, mental toughness, and determination.
1: Welcome to another episode of Living with a Disability No Big Deal podcast. Last time we were with you, we talked to a friend of mine with the name of Kevin, who had a disability called ether. Um, type, posters. And, uh, so today we're going to talk about, um, the year, we're at the year's end, so we're going to have highlights. And so. Um, Greg Moe and Jennifer Miller are with me today. How are you doing, guys?
2: I am doing just fine, Brad. Thank you.
0: Hello and good afternoon. I am doing well also. Thank you.
1: Mm, You're welcome.
2: So So today we're going to have a little recap, it sounds like. So Jennifer will talk about that. uh, Just to be clear, Kevin had a uh, the last episode. Kevin had a disability, arthrogryposis, which affected the the joints, and so uh, that was an interesting episode that Brad just touched on. So here we are to do the recap. So kind of right. talk about things.
0: Yeah, welcome in everyone. So yeah, here we are celebrating uh, the end of the first season of our very first podcast. I guess we went into this all as amateurs, not really knowing what we were doing. And we just kind of started out and we learned as we went along. Um, but Brad, I guess I wanted to just ask you, as we look back on 2020, what what was it that made you want to do a podcast in the first place?
1: Well, I, I wanted to um, talk about disability issues, uh, and the dis- and different and the different disabilities that people may have. And another number two it's also a learning experience uh, and an educational experience for everybody. In my opinion, that's why I wanted to do it. That's why I wanted to uh, start a podcast show. Mm-hmm.
0: And you, you certainly have the voice, you know, you being a person with a disability, having been a part of the disability community your entire life, uh, know, you know, know what it's like. And we, we don't want to reach people who are part of that, but then also people who are, you know, friends and family and just general public who maybe don't know a lot about it. I know that I myself have learned a lot this past year about, you know, some disabilities, maybe I wasn't familiar with. And, you know, and it's kind of interesting. So 2020 it's it's certainly been an interesting year for everyone. We, we started out recording at your house in Jamestown um, with a, you know, a nice little podcast microphone and then come, you know, come spring COVID hit and the whole world is shutting down, you know, we didn't know what was going on. And then we all learned about Zoom, which, you know, fantastic, allowed us to to be together uh, virtually and to record remotely.
1: Yes, and also we can reach more people, more guests, and where we can reach them in their own homes or offices or whatever, where they don't have to travel to me. Uh, especially when we have to be socially distant. So, you know... um, Well, I'm speaking about
0: reaching, you know, more people. So, right. So some of our guests have been able to join us from far away. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've had listeners from far away, too. Um, Haven't Mm -hmm. we?
1: Yes. Uh, As far as Australia, even in England and uh, Ireland... um, Man, I know I'm missing some. Can <laughs> you remember any more guys where we've been? Uh, well, there was
2: a few uh, places uh, that are outside the U.S., Brad, that was exciting that we were able to hear that it's getting the reach that it has, you know, not only all over the U.S., but abroad as well, yeah. reaching
1: uh, listeners. Um, What other country were we in? You know, I I know I mentioned a couple, but I I can I do not remember off the top of my head.
2: Well, we could maybe have the crack staff work on that while we're doing the podcast here and see if we can come up with something. But just know that it was quite a few that uh, that we have reached.
1: It's really it's really amazing what what uh, what. A little pipe dream, like we, like I, like a, uh, a my uh, YouTube, really, really, uh, made this, uh, program pop. I think because we didn't realize that we have credits as follow, as following as we do have. Uh, at least I didn't realize that. So you know, so.
2: Yeah, it's been uh, definitely a learning experience with this whole learning the technology of, uh, of the Zoom now because it's uh, imperative to do so. And then, like you said, uh, you were just kind of thinking some small deal, you know, being amateurs and not being professional podcasters. Yeah, being Put some material out there and kind of hope for the best, but uh, again, being surprised at the... Uh, at the reach and uh, also the number of guests that we were able to put on the docket so far this year. It was a good good lineup, a lot of good subjects.
0: Well, and as we're talking about the, you know, kind of the lineup and these past episodes, uh, so first of all, I'd want to, you know, say thank you for everybody that has reached out to us with feedback about the podcasts. Uh, what One of the most interesting ones that we've had people follow up on was just on greg and greg telling his story about hunting the the arrow story and how how he was hunting and uh because of his previous accident uh didn't have feelings in his leg and then he was impaled with a broadhead arrow i guess um maybe that's the quick summary i don't know greg maybe do you want to just retell the 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 shortened cliff notes version of it. Cause the question is how the heck did you not know that you had a arrow stuck in your leg?
2: Well, that's the Reader's Digest version I guess uh, because I guess that's the question people have been asking is how did he not know? And I, I tried to explain the medical version but really the bottom line is, is yes, I was uh, sitting on the ground hunting because I'd fallen out of a tree Uh, six years before that and become disabled with a spinal cord injury so I wasn't up in the tree uh, and I was on the ground and uh, I had a couple arrows just resting inside or I should say just on on the ground blind or on a bush and what happened is when I started to slide off the chair and quit because it was going to storm I loaded up everything on my shoulder and started to crawl, and the arrow evidently fell into the weeds pointing toward me, and when I started to crawl, it must have butted up against something on the other end, and so when I crawled and moved my knee forward, it jammed into my my leg, and then, uh, like Brad said, every time I made another crawl, that uh, razor blade broadhead just impaled itself a little deeper and a little deeper and a little deeper until, you know, a good part of the arrow was indeed inside the leg at this point. And so when I stood up and started to walk, I noticed that I had something poking at my pressure point down there. And I looked and and I saw the arrow. So the reason I didn't know is because the internal nerves on that leg are, uh, they don't function right because there's a spinal cord injury. So there's a disconnect between the middle of my back where the spinal cord is injured and the rest of my lower body. And I do have some feeling in my legs where I can feel if you pull my hair, but evidently in that leg, I can't feel if you jam an arrow into me. So I don't know wow. if it's a godsend. I I wish I would have had feeling because then it would have only gone a short distance instead of all the way up. Because uh, like I said, it when I did stop and finally get up, it stopped uh, one quarter of an inch from the femoral artery. Which if it would have touched that, then it would have been game over for old Gray because I I would have been done in a in a minute. So essentially, that's the Reader's Digest version of it. So hopefully, people can now understand. Uh, how i didn't know but uh when i looked at it i certainly knew then brad
1: <laughs> yes i bet you did but uh so that should put that to bed yes, I...
0: well, well that's entertaining but you know that it's great that you can you know, just take take things as they come and laugh at yourself, right? I mean, that's you 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 can't undo the accident, so you just kind of say, "Well, where where do we go from here?"
1: Where do we go from here is right. That's, so that's exactly it forward. That's exactly it, and we you you're pretty active, so you go out fishing and hunt, hunting anyway, so just like you did before your accident. So I commend you for that. So.
2: Well, I I do. I'm able to. I'm in a wheelchair most of the time, but I still am able to walk with the aid of crutches. So I do try to be as independent as I can, doing those activities. So I'm getting older now, so we'll see how long. But for now, I guess that's still the case, Brad. So.
0: Well, and yeah. I think that's inspiring too. Just to have you know, you you have an at you know the right attitude, and ra- rather than. Be living your old pity party every day saying, Oh, woe is me. You say, Well, this is my life now, so we're gonna live it, right?
2: Well, it's tough because it's easy to be bitter about an accident like this, you know. I mean, it's it takes a strong will to not be bitter and just be down about it all the time.
1: What did what did uh Tanel say? Tanel Bold say one time it's um, we're you and I are in a club that nobody else wants to join, right?
2: What yep, she they... said it's a pretty cool club once you join, but it's a club that nobody wants to join.
1: That's it, right? But yes, so... mm-hmm.
0: Elbold, the Recreation Adapted Society,
1: um, yes,
0: Canada, and that one was. If you give me just a moment, I will look up that. So that that wasn't that was earlier this year. That episode would have been.
2: Yeah, that was a very exciting episode. Tanella is a very good speaker with that nonprofit she has up there. And
0: yeah, so uh, episode seventeen of this year. And geez. yeah, that's I think and I, I wasn't on that, but listening to it afterwards, she said it's a pretty cool club. It's kind of exclusive once you're in it, but you never plan to you never plan to join. So
2: you never plan to join and you can you can be in it in this in the blink of an eye.
0: So I am not in that club, but I am a friend of the club. I hope.
2: Yep. <laughs> yep. It's yep. a very, uh, very welcoming club. I mean, but,
1: just, but Jennifer, if you really think about it, you have to put up with us too. So you're kind of in the group. You you kind have of I have in the in, my own club.
2: In the huh? club by proxy, kind of. Yeah, you're in the club by, by club. proxy,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> so because you have to deal with us too long, every week. But. <laughs>
0: So one of the other popular episodes was from kind of earlier on in the year, it was episode number six that we called snow barriers. So that was kind of, we did back early spring when there was lots of snow on the ground. And now we hear here we are going into winter. Um, So just give us a little recap on snow barriers.
1: It was kind of, I know that Greg mentioned it during that episode but it was kind of interesting to watch him. He got out of of his car with his crutches and there was a lot of snow um, blocking the curb. So he had to take the chair and pull it over the snowbank. It was was shortly after a snowstorm here in Jamestown, North Dakota. And... uh, so it was kind of interesting to watch it and how he managed to get through what he did. Well, you uh, thought it
2: was kind of funny, Brad, actually. I did. We <laughs> were kind of laughing as I got into your house there.
1: Yes. I think good job, buddy. <laughs> so,
2: so, yeah, we went over different kinds of uh, barriers, of snow barriers, and taking the time to clean out curb cuts for people that uh, maybe you know, aren't just in wheelchairs, but just have difficulties, you know, to be a little respectful of that and how snow can impact different people as far as their mobility and their ability to move around, you know, outside at all and being kind of stuck in kind of was some high points of that one.
1: Another one I thought was interesting was the 30th anniversary of the ED.
0: Yes, we had Mr. Jerry Christensen um, from Freedom Resource Center in Fargo on, uh, and yeah, just talking about the 30th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act that, you know, was passed in 1990, Uh, and in many ways, it's, you know, 30 years old, and I kind of want to say, like, is that all? Like, I kind of feel like it should be older than only 30 years, and even though yeah. it is 30 years old, there's still a lot of barriers in public places for people with different disabilities.
2: Yeah, yeah, I thought it was real interesting, Brad, didn't you? A lot of good topics on there.
1: Yeah, especially especially the with the building codes, you know, and stuff like that. So I learned yeah. a lot in that podcast. He's a really good... He's a very good, uh,
2: very knowledgeable.
1: Very knowledgeable and a very good speaker. And he's a very good teacher. <laughs> so.
0: And that's probably because he was a teacher in his previous life, uh, yeah. prior to to what he does yeah. right now. He he was a teacher, so he he likes to educate people, yeah. um, and he has he has a genuine passion for helping people. So we'll probably have Jerry come back as a guest for a future episode in season two.
1: Yeah, that would be, that would be very, uh, very good if we're good. And, uh, and, uh, and another one is maybe the therapy dogs. Oh, be, yeah. You know, that was very interesting as well. So what did you all think about that episode?
2: Well, I thought he was very good at educating us and very good speaker far as educating on the service dogs and the differences between service dog and therapy dog and just everything that goes into the training and then uh, how those dogs are used and stuff, Brad, is amazing because you've got a background in that as well.
1: Yes, yes, I um, had some experience in training service dogs. I started a dog school in North Dakota called Grape Wings Guide Dogs Trained for the Handicap, so... But that was quite a while ago. That was over forty years now. So,
0: so but, that was episode ten with Mike you, Romans. Yes. Called therapy dogs and service animals.
2: Yeah, Mike did a really good job on that one. Just uh, like I said, just explaining and detailing just what's involved, uh, how service dogs act when they're on the job or on the clock, and how they you know, how they're ready for work, ready for business, and then when they're off the clock, then they are have a noticeable difference in how they act. Isn't that right, Brad?
1: Sure, I know when I had my service dog, boy. as soon as you took his harness off, he knew he was just a dog. I mean, he could relax, but it's when you put the harness on and everything that he needed on to go to work, he, there was a whole different personality coming from him. He would be... He would be his tail would go up and he would be like way, w- wagging his tail like very proudly. His chest would stick out. So, yeah, he knew when he had to go back. He knew when he was on the clock, as he would say, or going to go and do his job. So, isn't that amazing? Yeah. So, yep.
2: It's just amazing how smart they are that they can de- determine when they're on and off the clock like that. Mm hmm. And the different tasks that they can do from picking up uh, somebody's cup and, yep. you know, bringing it to them, like, um, like the one guest, the, the born without eyes episode. Yep. She has a service That'll dog. be next
0: season, actually. The
2: oh, okay.
0: Yes, it's recorded already, but it'll be posted in season two.
2: So, yeah, they can surely do a lot of tasks, can't they, Brad?
1: oh yeah, like uh, like I know when my dog had his harness uh, off, would you know, my daughter uh, my daughter i mean would just uh um like you know like if we were at a hotel or something, he would just just take a load off, but um I mean, he knew same language uh had signals when uh. As well, like um, you know, I I wouldn't have to say too much as far as any uh, any voice commands. He just by uh, hand signals, he would be able to know what I was going to get him to do. So they're pretty smart animals.
2: Yeah, and they're worth uh, they're worth the money that it costs to uh, get them trained, right? Well,
1: yeah. And and then some, because I've described my, my service dog as irreplaceable. So, you know, there's no amount of money that can replace him. But yeah, you're absolutely correct. And they're
2: generally around for a while. I mean, the lifespan is probably, you know, what, 12 to 14 years, something like that.
1: Yeah, it depends upon if they get hip dysplasia or you have to retire them because because of something. But about you know when uh, when when uh, Bo was uh, finally retired was uh, a couple of weeks up before he passed away. So so that's pretty good. I had him for twelve years, so twelve to fourteen years. It was it was a it was a good. It was a good and fun. Uh, 14 years that we had him because I felt more independent. And more, uh, you, you gave me confidence.
0: That's fantastic. You know, and you hear how people who have regular pets are you know part of your family. They're your fur babies. But then if you have an animal that uh, you know, like a dog or you know something that is a service animal, they're they're even more like family. Oh yeah,
1: because i are with you all the time. Right? Yeah. As far as as far as that's concerned, it's I mean doing a podcast too is is a, a very enjoyable thing because we get to talk to people, especially during COVID. I love well, COVID. Absolutely,
0: we get to talk to people, and if any of our listeners out there have ideas for uh, topics, let us know. Um, if you know of any guests we should have on let us know if you yourself want to be a guest we'd love to have you on here we'd love to meet you know meet more of our listeners
1: oh sure Uh, so
0: another interesting episode we did was uh this would have been episode 23 in november uh just the three of us did a review of the documentary crip camp uh, that is on netflix so i just wanted to kind of mention that again that do a little shout out to that, that documentary where, you know, just doing an endorsement on our own, they're not paying us to, to say this, but yeah, just a fantastic show to, to learn more about the disability rights movement and kind of just see how things changed over, you know, over the years and what people, you know, different activists did for the voice of people with disabilities
1: yeah uh, nothing uh, like I said, we have a long ways to go, but we came a long ways as well so mm-hmm. would you say so, Greg?:
2: Yeah, that was kind of the the beginning of the uh, of the advocacy and really the the uh, activism for uh, bringing disability uh, into the limelight and speaking about it front and center and saying, hey, you know society needs to be one society that's inclusive of." everybody not just people that are able-bodied but for those who have disabilities and because of the work that they did which I mean they were pretty had a lot of willpower and that the leader Judy was very strong in her beliefs and in her uh, leadership to get uh, to get everybody organized up to to do the protests and actually get uh, people listening to her in the in the places that in the powers
1: that be, right? So Yeah, she had a very strong conviction and everything. She she was a she is a very good leader. She's I was very, very, very I'd like to talk to her one of these days. I mean she she would be a wonderful guest if we ever can get a hold of her. Fantastic. She would be a fantastic guest. Maybe we can Maybe we can
0: try to get a hold of her. Who knows? Um, so now we're going into the holiday season. So we had Thanksgiving a few weeks ago, Christmas now, and then New Year's. And then we say goodbye to 2020, and we get to start
1: 2021. And hopefully 2020, uh, uh, 20, um, I don't know, we got to kind of, at least that's what we can hope for. Well, do we want to talk at all
2: about uh, any overview of uh, what's coming up, Brad, or?
1: Well,
0: yeah, we we're... have a couple coming up that
1: Good,
0: having to do with visual impairments or sight impairment. So we, we have two like that. Uh, one, I think Greg alluded to, uh, where it's called born without eyes. And then we have another gentleman, who has been blind half his life, uh, Dr. Alan Peterson, uh, who is local here out of Horace, North Dakota. We have one, another one about selecting the right ramp uh, with a gentleman named Mr. Howard Roston with an organization called Smiles out of Mankato, Minnesota. So those are a few teasers that we have Coming up early on in the season, and we're hoping to get some more interesting guests to join us.
2: Yeah, we have a few ideas for upcoming guests, so stay tuned and, because. And, uh,
1: then, and then possibly even the, the boss of Roller Ramp or the leader of Roller Ramp, you know.
2: Yes, that could be an interesting podcast as well.
1: Yeah, I, I believe so. I mean, I don't know when we're going to set that up, but.
2: Well, we have a lot of good stuff in the in the hopper. In other words,
1: oh yeah, I mean we. And then, uh, but there is a couple. There's a couple, of, there's a couple of things I would like to. Uh, a list of um, this is my ultimate ultimate goal is to reach out to people, you know, that are in the, you know, they're like talk to people that that have actually been in the news business or even in the even as an actor or anything uh, um, that have a disability, I would like like to find out uh, what kind of disability they do have, and be kind of cool to talk talk to them. But uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, I have a few ideas.
0: So, Brad, see. how can people contact you? Let's say some of our listeners are out there. I know a few people have phoned you just creatively by searching your name and finding your contact just <laughs> <in> <laughs> online um but well, they, someone,
1: they, how can someone contact you they can contact me by my my email address is bgmarlborough at com, or my my phone number is 701-252-8560 uh, we, uh, if you have any questions or if you want to talk to me in person, that's how you get a hold of me. And uh, I'll, I'll be more than happy to take your call or your email.
2: Yeah, you've taken a few calls quite late at night because of uh, calls coming in from uh, other countries, right, Brad? Yeah, I'm, I've am been woken up at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Because of the time, t- the time uh, difference between yes. uh, us and maybe somewhere over in
1: Europe or even down under in Australia. Right, I mean, I've been, I've been woken up, but that you know that's uh, okay. So, cool. well, and it's h-
2: hard for people to understand where exactly you're located and find that time clock. So, right.
0: central time zone. So, central yeah. time. It could be. A lot of people don't know where Fargo, North Dakota is, but it's the same as Chicago or Winnipeg or or
1: Texas, Texas,
0: Mexico City.
1: Yes,
2: Chicago or Texas. That's a good way to to kind of locate the time. And
0: Brad, one of the things you've said, I think you're you're interested in doing some more speaking. And so you're available to like speak to classes at schools or
1: schools, colleges, or, or um, you know, about disabilities and stuff like that, because I feel that if there's anybody that has a question, you know, no questions are the dumb questions. So when, you, when I go and tell my story about my experiences and all that, um, I use that as an educational tool. I mean, uh, especially I love working with young children because, um, at, at their age, like kindergarten, first, second, or third grade, they don't know any difference. So, so some of the questions they ask me, it's kind of cool. I feel like, you know, everybody, we we as individuals, we learn from each other anyway. So, so it gives me a great opportunity to offer my services to anyone. Any agency or any college or or high school or whatever, all you would do it by Zoom <laughs> until after the COVID situation goes goes away. But all you would do it by Zoom.
0: The wonders of technology. Yeah, you can connect with people via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And for someone who is maybe they're just joining towards the end of the podcast. So Brad Gabrielson, our you know podcast host, podcast star, or whatever you want to call him. He, yeah, so he has cerebral palsy and this specifically spastic cerebral palsy, which is something he was born with and been a wheelchair user his entire life but done a lot of advocacy for, you know, himself and for other people. And so he's, you know, someone very, you know, very knowledgeable on different topics and just, you know, truly a passion for helping people of all, of all ages.
1: Yeah. I, I, um, I think that's what God put me on this earth for is to educate the public about disabilities in general. And, uh, to help people that just gotten hurt, um, because I, I'm pretty positive that I don't know what it's like to to walk in and become injured, but I'm pretty sure it's like the green and uh, oh no, what do I do now? What am I? You know they don't have any idea where to go, who to talk to about, you know about different programs that help them, and they got that all. So, and that's where a person like me, even though I don't know what it's like to walk, he's in my, he's in my territory now. He's in my, where I can feel comfortable and say, okay, here's, here's what you can do to go to these different agencies or if you need me to bounce well, it's your feelings off of, I'll be your sounding board. You want to holler, holler at me. It doesn't matter. I've already been there, done that. So You know, so, you know, given the frustration, at least you have somebody that's willing to listen to you. So, and I'm willing to do that.
0: Super cool. Yeah, that's, and great. That's, and thank you for just being, being that voice and reaching out and just being willing to, you know, always listen to whoever, whoever might want to chat with you.
1: There are some people out there that have a why me, why me attitude, but, but the majority of the people I've talked to say, what can I do to make things better? And uh, that's very cool. You know, that's why the movement, I think, is getting bigger and uh, stronger every every day.
0: And exactly. And it just, that's the thing. It takes people banding together and it takes allies. So it takes people, you know, people with disabilities, their friends, family, and people who are not in the, you know, as we, you said that what Tanel called it, the the disability club, you know, people who, people are on the outside to be a, a voice and an advocate for people with various, you know, disabilities, various, you know, sometimes people say a differently abled. Uh, but just everybody, we're all, we're all human and we all have different gifts and talents.
1: And, and the, she, made a, she made a kind of nobody wants to join, but once they do, it's a very cool, cool club, very interesting kind of club. So, well, surely you have a
2: lot to learn once you join that's for sure (laughs) but
0: yeah we're really looking forward to season two and you know we have you know thanksgiving a couple weeks ago christmas coming up this week and then new year's new year's eve and yep, welcome welcome to a new year
2: yeah it's been a good year excited for the new year coming up so great recap Mm -hmm. on the on the prior Mm -hmm.
1: year
0: All right, well, I think we are running out of time here today. So just once again, Brad, how can people contact you?
1: They can contact me um, by giving me a call at um, at 701-252-8560 or uh, or my email address is bgmarborough, M-A-R-L-B-O-R-O at gmail.com.
0: Awesome. And Greg, how can people contact rolleramp?
1: Well,
2: for rolleramp, a good one would be sales at com. That's R-O-L-L-A-R-A-M-P.com, all one word. Or at 1-866-883-4722 would be the toll-free number.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, guys. It's been it's been a fun journey. Thank you to our listeners we're going to say adios to 2020. See you on the flip side in 2021.
2: Indeed. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody.
0: Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year.
1: Yeah, and we'll see you all later. And thank you for listening to this another podcast of Living with a Disability. No big deal. I want to thank you all for making this all happen. And you all Christmas as well. And Happy New Year to everybody out there and. God bless you all. Thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. Sponsored by Roller Ramp, this podcast features Brad Gabrielson, who encourages everyone with a disability to live life to the fullest. Roller Ramp is a global company based in North Dakota dedicated to helping people find solutions to accessibility needs. Special thanks to Dopey T for his original music. We hope you'll join us again next time on Living with a Disability, No Big Deal.